Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. <laughs> you know what? Where's Hawk at? Listener discretion advised. To the Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. I am Electro, joined by my trusty co-host Bono. Hey, what's up? He is number one. We got Ozzy over there on the keys, as always. What's up? And um, uh, it's good to be back. If you haven't um, uh, subscribed and stuff, subscribed. That's not how you say it, right? Subscribe? Subscribed. Liked the subscribe to the shit. Yeah, if you haven't done that, can you, it would be great if you did all that. This is your first time listening. Thank you. Go back, listen to some of the other episodes. We've got some hitters out there. Um, uh, follow us on all of the social media. Look for us on Twitter, on Instagram. We try to post stuff up there, and uh, and we're also brought to you. Each and every episode by Salad Bites Media, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ozzy's the founder here, and he gives us his time to be on this television. I mean, on this podcast. Podcast, man. Yeah, I'm thinking about television because of the movie we're about to talk about, but we'll get to that. We'll get it. Um, uh, But yeah, go and listen to all the other shows on his network, Salinas Underground Podcast, Football Without Hesitation, the 831 Comadres. A lot of good ep- uh, shows on, on that network. Go listen to it. Follow him as well. Salad Bites Media and uh, Salinas Underground Podcast. Look it up. And, you know, now that we got the pleasantries out of the way, there is some stuff we need to talk about. Yeah, okay? man. Some shit's going down right now. I mean, the most, I mean, let's talk about, I guess, first, it's a little bit of older news, but still very big news when it comes to movies. We haven't been going to the movie theaters. We went to go see Tenet. Okay. If we hadn't gone to see Tenet, the last movie we would have seen would have been in, like, early April. That's was, almost a whole was year. Was it April? I thought it was March. Uh, Mar- no, you're right. March. March early bro. March. Mid-March. Early March. Mid-March, bro. Yeah, so it's been a very long time since we've gone to the movies. And obviously, this whole podcast is fucking based on basically going to the movies luckily there's a lot of streaming services and stuff and there's no shortage of movies so we can keep it going but yeah the movies are gone and the way studios have been reacting to it is very interesting when you see like who they end up selling the movie to if it shows up on netflix or amazon or whatnot and then Warner Bros. just fucking strolls on through. Right. And then, well, they first hit us with that Wonder Woman hitter. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, Wonder Woman is going to be available not only in theaters on Christmas, but we're just giving it out Here on HBO go. Max. From us to you. If you are subscribed to HBO Max, you get to see Wonder Woman in 4K. Yeah. Like, on on Christmas yeah first time stream capability full production style Santa is real yeah (laughs) here you go kids fuck it Wonder Woman absolutely and so that that was the first like the first thing that came along you know like oh fuck that's a big deal also Warner Brothers was involved in releasing Tenet 
So they would they made a legitimate effort to bring back movie theaters. They were like, we're going to release Tenet. It's going to be the first major release. If anybody's going to come to the movies, it's going to be to watch this movie. Right. Yeah, they started COVID to ruin movies. Yeah. Too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the conspiracy. Yeah. And so it they didn't tried. work. No. It didn't work. At least, like Worldwide, it kind of made some money. I don't know what it got up to. It's maybe reaching 400000 Which is okay. I mean, considering it's not what was bad, but I think the movie was... Like two hundred thousand. Yeah, like that's the, essentially million. is what it. Million, sorry. Yeah, essentially what it's made is probably what the movie cost to make. Never mind marketing and all the money they spent on that, that they had to do twice. Right. You know, it's like we were. I was talking. Me and Ozzy were talking yesterday. We were watching uh, just clips on YouTube, and we watched. He just randomly will type in like new trailers. And every time we see the fucking James Bond trailer, it's like, dude, we've been watching this yeah, trailer for over a year now. That's and the, movie the crazy hasn't part. Come. Dude, that movie was supposed to, like, take over the year. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was supposed to be another one that there were going to be, like, hopefully this brings the movie theaters back. And then even the that place was, that, no that studio, the studio was just like, fuck no. When they saw what happened with Tenet, they were like, no. And then I guess they tried to sell it to Netflix and Amazon or some shit, but they weren't they, they going for like half a billion. They were asking for like six hundred to seven hundred yeah, million Jesus. or something for it. It's basically like give us a nice chunk of what we would have made. That that movie would have at least made that much money in the theaters, right? So yeah, Netflix was like, "Oh fuck you!" <laughs> like no right, way, right? And then they decided to hold on to it. They're like, "All right, fine." We delayed the movie a year. Now it's not going to come out to April 2021. Fingers fucking crossed. We're at the end of the year already. It doesn't look like movie theaters are going to open any right. fucking time right. soon. And their stock is at an all-time low, man. Oh, AMC. just done, bro. AMC's fucked. They said that they have to the end of January, and then they'll be completely out of money. Jesus. Well, plus, I'm sure the supply chain's all fucked up, not to try to sound all businessy smart, like all of a sudden, if you're trying to order twenty million pounds of, of popcorn <laughs> and shit, like I don't, you know, like can you do that still? You know, that might that might take weeks. So they might be ready to go, but it's like, sorry, bro, we can't get you no. But see, at that point, you're kind of banking on production companies saying, "Hey, yeah, we'll back you and we'll bail you out." You know, mm-hmm. probably not gonna happen. No, because why? Even before. Before all this went down, the movie theater was dying as a fucking business. It's, there's still movies that make mm. money, but those are the blockbusters. Those are the fucking Avengers movies. Those are fucking Christopher Nolan movies. Those are the movies that you either make fucking like close to a billion bucks and there's like six or seven of you. And then there's the rest that don't really fucking make that much money or they make modest amount of money. But not that many people are going to the theaters anymore. Right, Even, this is gonna fucking be the last nail in the fucking coffin, and that's the shame, man. The shame is that like a l- bunch of these states, up until recent times, like December, but before that, you know, they were open, but not a lot of people were going or willing to go to the theater. They're just fuck not. it because it's the world of streaming now. In fucking nine, what nine months, it mm-hmm. went from hey, let's go enjoy a film to like hey, bro, HBO Max is about to show us all the gr- fucking latest and greatest to come from every production right this fuck it let's and get all this home. shit yeah. yeah buy a 4k tv though make sure you have that yeah girl. i mean 
obviously, he, I only like three case. <laughs> you heard it. We're brown. <laughs> We're all brown. That's fake news. That's fake news, Oz. Oh yeah. fuck! I forgot Trump was supposed to be our special guest <laughs> for the news. He's an <laughs> asshole. He always quits. Yeah. He always switches everything up. Oh man. Yeah, but yeah. So Warner Brothers also came out. If you look at it. They're the ones that tried to save the theaters. It didn't even work out there. You're like, you know what? We're, we tried it. We're not going to make money. The only way we're going to fucking make money is if we put them all out on HBO Max for free. Every fucking movie we were going to release in 2021 is now coming directly to your fucking living room. Mm-hmm. And there's a, like a lot of people fighting this shit. Which I don't understand why. Like I get. Well, if you own movie theaters. Oh yeah, no, yeah, they're they're all fucked. They're all fucked. (laughs) Well, Cinemark was. I read that Cinemark is looking in. They're now looking at that Prime AMC locations. I guess they still got money. But look, okay, so so now it's just going to be Cinemark World. Keep that. Keep the um, authentic feel of going to the movies. In fact, uh, keep a select amount of theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cinemark make a fucking app where you can charge motherfuckers like us who already paid the subscription to be on there but you know show movies mm-hmm. that you can link with your smart TV and you will stay afloat motherfucker you are gonna put out every movie because you guys can do that or- but it, it's kind of weird because they're kind of fighting the new style of business which is like a hey, stream all day Fuck it. If it's a dollar, it's a dollar. But, dude, how many people, 100 million people have an app, you know, mm-hmm. out of the 500 that are in this country? If, so it's like, come on. If the, Why if not the, do that? Cope with it. Disney said, fuck it. You know, everyone's on the Mandalorian tip. You know what I mean? Disney is has been trying not to release movies in theaters anymore. They're like, why are we paying half of the money that we make to the movie theaters? We right. could just keep it all. Yeah. <laughs> it's way better than giving so, money away. Yeah, that's why the movie theater, like, you know, they released Onward early on. Right? Uh, early Onward. <laughs> <laughs> Prince of Puns. Here he comes. <laughs> Good one, us. And, um, uh, and then they said that they were going to release, like, their upcoming movie, Soul, which isn't out yet. I think it's going to come out on Christmas Day as well. But they announced that they were like just gonna skip movie theaters now. That's gonna be straight, straight to streaming. They did that with Mulan, but they charged. They did the whole thing, but right. Um, uh, but yeah, movie theaters were like, no, like if you do that, you're killing our business. But I don't understand that. That's like you're being a little bitch, right? Like you can't. A movie theater isn't needed. You can't get mad and demand, make demands when you're not fucking needed. It's anymore. just been a part of like American culture, bro, for the longest Absolutely. time. Absolutely. So then it's like, okay, well, you're kind of shitting on this with this new wave of tech that is no older than what, 20 years old? New technology. Yeah. 5G fucking bullshit we're at now. But you're capable of doing all this. In fact, Here's a 4K for you. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, The Matrix. Well, I mean, it's always going to look better in a movie theater. For sure. They're going to, yeah, you're going to get the best quality, the best sound. 
the you know that's where you want to see like the big blockbuster movie that's where you want to go see tenet that's where you want to go see the new mission impossible movie right right like you like you know that shit's gonna lose something when you watch it at home you know but unless you gear up a nice home, you know. Yeah, not everybody can do that. But Theater for sure. System. Right now's the time, though. <laughs> dude, the other There's day. There's a hell of a sale at Best Buy. Well, fucking Costco, dude. <laughs> no, man. There's like, shit's hella cheap now. I was tripping out. Like, there was this 4K TV, 50 plus for like under $700. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, you could get some. Everyone could get one of these motherfucking yeah. things, man. Smart televisions. It has all the fucking apps on there to stream any movie Cinemark. you would like. <laughs> get your app updated, bro. What they need to do, honestly, is again, like they need to adapt, right? Okay, they need to realize that they are dying, right? Right. And not they were dying before. This was just like. You know, they got sta- they were getting stabbed, little stabs before. Now they got hit like in an artery and they're like fucking wrapping it up. But it is not doing well. <laughs> you know, that shit is bleeding. You need to make a fucking compromise, man. All right. Take the arm. Take the, yeah. take the arm. What you got to do is be like, fine. S- stream. You guys movies come out in the theaters and streaming at the same time. We will know like the studios, you know, they keep their like their money, right? We don't pay them. We keep all of the money that they come to the movie theaters. We don't give any to them, right? right. And we bring down the ticket prices because that's the only thing that would sell me to go to the movies, right? If you want to rent a movie at home for twenty bucks, maybe you would rather go to the theater and watch it for seven right. or something, you know? Right. And renting for 20 is ridiculous, sir. Exactly. But it's just the convenience of not leaving your house. I will pay premium. And if, you, and if you fucking invite beer, a friend or two over, you know, you make you a night your, out of it. Your fucking beer, your popcorn, and you get your pizza and your icy. That's a good 30 Well, yeah. I mean, you know? I know what I, I you know. <laughs> you know how much money we used to give to that fucking <laughs> industry. <laughs> But that's the thing. It's it's part of the... You know how much money we have saved in these months <laughs> I know. by not going to the movie theater? <laughs> like, we used to spend so much money, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, keep streaming, guys. <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> no, but it's, it's crazy, man. It's just insane. Again, December 2020, right now, we're recording this episode mid-month, and this is where we're at. Yeah, and and studio like the lower studios are fighting it right now. They're like, "Hey, what the fuck? We didn't agree to this." The Warner Brothers, who was the biggest producer of these movies, just made the decision. So now they're getting sued. Now it's up in the air whether some of these movies are going to come out next year. Right. But and also directors are mad. They're like, "Dude, I made this to come out in the theaters. I put a bunch of time, money, blah 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 into it." And now you're telling me that this is going to happen. Like, you know, they're like purists or whatever. Right. But, um, uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. Because we're seeing, like, the a shift in, in what movies are going to be like. You know, their movie theaters aren't going to be that big of a thing anymore. Like, I feel like blockbusters are going to, like, they're going to be like, we shouldn't spend that much money making movies people are only going to watch it in a small screen this is where blockbuster comes in for the rent <laughs> streaming they come back 199 blockbuster hey hit me up guys i have i have a plan here 199 per movie 
After a couple months, Blockbuster brings it back. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> you want to bring back Blockbuster? <laughs> yeah. Movie theaters are dying and you want to bring back Blockbuster? In app form. Mm -hmm. Why? Because <laughs> they could rent it for like a flat. You can rent it anywhere well, you know else. Why do you want to add another thing? If you don't thing. return the link. Oh my <laughs> God. If you don't rewind it. <laughs> Be kind. They'll fucking charge you. Oh, you lent this to someone? Oh, you had friends over? <laughs> yeah, we can see you. All of you. Oh, man. Anyways, we just wanted to talk about that. And also, there was today another breaking news. Fuck yeah, breaking, breaking news. Say it. Dude, bring, bring Trump in here. Break the news. Okay. <laughs> Listen up, guys. Oz. Excuse me. This is an exclusive. Um, uh, so we have the president here on the line. He's radioed in from, we, we got the red phone here. <laughs> Blinking red phone. We picked up that red phone because Trump wanted to give his two cents. He also wanted to get in on this whole Warner Brothers deal. But we were like, no, let the, prof let the professionals handle this kind of talk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Who has the answers? Mm -hmm. But Trump, he at least wanted to give his uh, take on on this breaking Tom Cruise news, really. So, <laughs> dude, Tom, we're Cruise. all shocked. Uh, the world doesn't need this right now. And um, uh, yeah, breaking, breaking news, breaking news. Thank you, Electro. <laughs> Thank you, Oz Salad Bite Studios. Tremendous people. Pleasure to have you. It's an honor. An honor. It's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking president, man. It's fucking crazy. Thank you, Electro. Listen, I know Tom Cruise. I know him. He, he's just, you know what? He has a plan. Mm -hmm. He's going to make movies great again. No, and you hear that in the, in the yeah. So there's shocking video. There's not video. Audio out there, Mr. President. They recorded him without his consent. I don't know what you think. What you wrong. <laughs> wrong. That is wrong, Electra. Okay, not my bad. I didn't mean that, Mr. President. I didn't mean to offend you. Um, uh, yeah, so fucking... I don't know. They're filming Mission Impossible Seven out there, and I don't know. If somebody, I didn't. We didn't read the article or anything. We didn't see right. what the, what no, the hell happened. We just listened to down. the audio. <laughs> we just listened to the to the to the audio. Fake which, news. Which is basically what Trump told us to do. He's like, you told us not to read it, right? You told us not to read no, the article. Get, no, I know Tom. <laughs> you wouldn't give that information. No, yeah, we got it all from the. We got it all from the audio. No need to read the article. That's that's Trump's motto. Don't read the article. Don't right? read it. Okay. <laughs> Part of my next campaign. We're gonna be doing rallies. We're gonna rally up. Uh make sure listen to the Salinas Underground podcast. The tremendous supporters. They they always donate to the uh the Trump administration. Thank you guys. A couple of tremendous guys. Guys, thank you. Yeah, so I mean this <laughs> Fucking Cruise, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Cruise loses it, but at the same time he's concerned, just like what we were talking about earlier with the news and all this movie making shit. Yeah, you know he is a he is what you call the purist, right? He is the actor. He's a producer. You feel of me? Fucking mo those movies that make hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> And he is shooting one of these movies during fucking COVID. I love all the Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> Absolutely. Who, who doesn't, Mr. President? <laughs> POTUS himself here on the Electron Bottom of the Car. <laughs> Just for one more month, though, right? One month. That's all I got. <laughs> Anyways, I just... 
the the audio of that fucking shit is tremendous and yeah, I don't know if somebody wasn't wearing a mask. I don't know what happened. But it seemed like Cruz, Cruz gathered a room full of people. Right, right. And just went straight tropic thunder on <laughs> their asses. I think man. they were all socially distanced. You're right. I feel mm. like that's probably <gasps> what it was. Uh, he gathered whatever day they were shooting, the entire production team. What it, I mean, I assume. But... um. He's just letting him fucking have it because, again, like you said, he's responsible for making this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious. I, we need to read what the fuck it says. <laughs> we need to read. But not according to pres, good old press. No. Do not Donny read. Donnie T. Do not. That's fake news. <laughs> CNN fake news. Donnie T. Donnie T always. Thank you, Electro. <laughs> Thank you. Listen to him. Um, uh, yeah. Um, uh, if you haven't listened to it. It is very entertaining, yeah, go and it go, <laughs> and it's not like it's thirty seconds. No, he no. fucking yells at them for like two minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's he, a long yell. Yeah, he, he goes full bell on it's this. Like a scolded. I can only imagine what it must feel like to be scolded like that by Tom yeah, Cruise. A fire, I'm sure your balls just go right into your dude, stomach. Can you imagine five foot five Tom Cruise <laughs> you shit? That's I crazy. imagine him standing like on a fucking podium. <laughs> just <laughs> looking down. Just yeah, out. yeah like a go. fucking dictator. Like our fucking president himself right here just being like, no, <laughs> no. This is how it goes. <laughs> He's cussing too, though. Mm-hmm. He is legit. He calls them motherfuckers. It is good. He's creating jobs, mm-hmm. and he, that's why he's mad. He's fucking pissed because he's like, dude, we are legit providing for a certain amount of people that are able to work under these conditions, mm-hmm. and one give a fuck motherfucker, yeah, literally some ungrateful piece of shit, fucking garbage. Because I mean, we're talking about movie theaters as not being necessity, the the fact that they're making movies right now also seems irresponsible right but they're saying that they're taking all the precautions yeah they're doing it ufc style full bubble these motherfuckers are staying at hotels for months at a time like that is their life they are set to stay there they cater them to the fullest extent right for what they're able to do because everything's closed the fuck down so then you have these shit living conditions for these people and then you have them at high stress, high budget, high fucking everything. Like the last of what's actually happening in the movie industry. The, of course, you're gonna get a freak out the like way that. He scolds them too. He's just uh, he's like motherfuckers are losing their houses. Yeah. <laughs> you're working, you fucking ungrateful piece Straight of up. shit. <laughs> like, I'm not mad. Oh, right. It makes sense because if they fuck up, they again anyone can be like, look, dude, Tom Cruise with literally endless resources couldn't keep people safe right. so there's no way we're gonna do it right with i know our that, 700k I know that from it, kevin durant or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I know that if i trust somebody to keep me safe it's probably oh, tom yeah. cruise <laughs> well that's oh, yeah. why tom he realizes that he's like dude we can't it's not like okay we fucked this up and we go home and that sucks and we gotta wait a couple years for mission impossible 7 it's we just fucked this up literally for thousands of people who are already fucking struggling. Yeah. This shit gets shut down, lose millions of dollars till they got to probably suspend production, 
hopefully be able to start up again someday in the fucking future. Well, but the, again, the collateral damage, the other productions, smaller productions that are going to shut down mm-hmm. because of that. Right. They had nothing to do with it, but right. are, don't have those resources. Yeah, those facilities are shared. All their studio lots are fucking shared. Yeah, insurances are going to be like, fuck you. Yeah. We're not going to insure this. You can't no. guarantee that you keep them safe. Nope. Tom Cruise, <laughs> not keep them safe. <laughs> what, uh, Mr. President, do you think that Tom Cruise should have been voted in? If you had to step down to somebody, do you think that Tom Cruise is a good person to step down to? Tom Cruise is tremendous. <laughs> I like him, but he, uh, he'd he be more of a vice president. I see. I okay. can see that. <laughs> I, can see that. I don't think he could Like lead. a Cheney. <laughs> like a Cheney. Like a Pence. I would say like a Pence. <laughs> I like okay. Tom. Okay. All right. Well, I feel like he maybe potentially in the future, maybe not. When he gets as old as you are, Mr. President, maybe he'll be ready to Thank step you, Electra. Thank you. <laughs> he let her get another 20 years of experience like yourself, Mr. President. He'll, Thank he'll... you to Salad Bites Media. <laughs> They're great supporters. I love them. Thank you. Tremendous people. I think if we it. were to get this, if we were to see a video of what happened, is Tom Cruise woke up without a mask on, and it's just him <laughs> in a mirror yelling at himself. <laughs> oh, man. oh, wow. That's a good That's flip. how serious. Dude, that's Shyamalan shit right there. That's yeah. real. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, well, yeah, that's how I'm not fucking around. He's, oh, he's full he, method, bro. And so. and the, well, <laughs> Maybe. well, in the audio, he, like, Calls he calls a couple people out. True, right? true, true. He's just, I'm pretty sure it was about people His not multiple wearing masks. personalities. <laughs> well, I feel <laughs> bad because I feel like, dude, what if it's like some caterer, dude, like some 17 year old kid that's just there, like cutting the crust off sandwiches. Well, wear he, fucking like, mask. He like sneezed or something. Well, he's a kid, you know, and all Does of a sudden, matter? Tom Cruise is saying like children are dying in America because of what you just did. Oh my Absolutely. god. Absolutely, yeah, he's humanitarian. Right. He's tremendous. Yes, <laughs> be like holy. Fuck. Yes, and um. Uh, anyway, well, we're gonna let the president go. He's got to finish running the country. Thank you, Electro. <laughs> Thank you, us. Thank you, Bono. I'm out of here. I gotta go. Thank you. That was amazing for the president of the United yeah. States of America, ladies and gentlemen. We got him here for you guys on the Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour, an exclusive. Exclusive, man. <laughs> <laughs> he came to Anyway, he called us about the crew stuff, man. Yeah, he was we, about it. He wanted, yeah, we had the red telephone here. He wanted to call in. He must have He must have called James. He, when he the red telephone James. rings, you got to scoop that up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you got to scoop that up, man. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, well, that was the part of the news that we wanted to talk about. And now... It's basically all the news that happened. On yeah. For yeah, movies, nothing, nothing yeah. Tom Cruise happened. blew up. Nothing else has happened. There's no, no vaccine in sight. No. <laughs> well, actually, today, sorry to go back into the news, but Santa Cruz local area got a first shipment of COVID vaccines. Oh. And they all died. Mm-hmm. Sad. Yeah. They all got abducted Should have tested it longer. <laughs> they all got abducted by aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. Exactly. <laughs> we should have recorded that sound, and that's, oh, that could have been the transition. True. What if that would get us pulled? No, no, that sound is copyrighted <laughs> yeah. by Amazon Studios. It belongs to Kevin Durant. Don't even fucking mimic it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so... Now that we're going to get into our movie, this is a movie that um, uh, is a streaming movie that, I, that I've recently heard about. I heard of the premise, and I was like, that seems like a pretty cool movie. Mm-hmm. Bono, why don't you tell us 
about the movie? Who's in it? Who directed it? What do you got? Um, shit, man. Well, look, I'll I'll come into it like this. I've been getting fucking wrecked out of my mind all week, and you hit me with some stream movie on Amazon Prime, right? And I'm just like, what the fuck? What is this? Oz, did you hear about this movie? What do you know about I it? I didn't hear anything about it at all. What is it? The Vast of Night, right, is what we're talking about? Yeah, Vast yeah The Vast of, of Night, Night the uh, movie. Uh, Amazon Prime exclusive, directed by Andrew Patterson. He wrote it as well. Is his um uh, is debut? His debut, first movie he ever made. And okay, so, Amaz- they he didn't make this with Amazon, right? No, he funded it on his own. Okay, okay. So, so they just just so they just it. fucking bought it, just have it for for a while. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so who's in this movie, man? We got this fucking redhead right here. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. You know what? What's her name? Uh, Sierra McCormick. Sierra McCormick. She, play, who she play? plays. Faye Crocker. Faye Crocker. Okay. Hell of a name. Yeah. Hell of a fucking name. Yeah. So what's what's her name again? The actress? Faye. Oh, Sierra. Sorry. Sierra. McCormick. Sierra, um, McCormick. Her hair is red as the sun. <laughs> okay. It is mm-hmm. gorgeous. And yeah. So right away I was pulled in <laughs> by that red hair. And um, uh, who else is in this movie? So this one is this fucking guy, Jake Horowitz. Mm-hmm. He plays Everett Sloan. Everett Sloan. These are very 50s names. So, I yeah, feel. again, this this movie oh, yeah. is uh, placed in the 50s. One night in New Mexico in the late 1950s, a switchboard operator and a radio DJ discover a strange audio frequency which could change the future forever shit <laughs> so people in the 50s are experiencing some shit they were there like what <laughs> listen boys and girls <laughs> tune in uh-huh and um uh well they're basically the two people that you spend most of the movie with there's not a lot of people in this movie Mm-mm. and that's where you see uh-huh. how creative this director was in making this fucking movie he made it extremely low budget um i believe they say it's uh that the budget was seven hundred thousand dollars which is not a lot of money i mean it's a lot of money but it's not a lot of money to make a movie and the quality of the movie if i had seen that movie without knowing that i would not have guessed it cost seven hundred thousand dollars to make okay i guess i would have guessed maybe like a mil three mil i would have gotten even more really? like 10 million because even 10 million is a low budget movie like that's what they make horror movies out of right right it's low budget like low risk high reward which is again in a way, I mean, this is not a horror movie, but no. this is like a throwback science fiction yeah, Twilight sci-fi, Zone kind thriller of thriller, something suspenseful, fucking whatever. Aliens, like yes, aliens. That's New a, Mexico. That's a good way yeah, it's to New Mexico. Yeah, their house. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good way to to draw somebody in, right? If you're gonna, if you have a little amount of money and you need to tell a story, people will. Be interested in a story about aliens. Okay, and that's a person that saw the the fucking trailer or is like, hey, I have Amazon Prime and I got a notification that said this movie's coming out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea what the fuck this movie was about. 
Right. Oz didn't know what the fuck. I mean, no fucking. Yeah, you just came through with some fucking light night shit and best of night. Best best of night. This is what we get. But the one thing I did take from this fucking flick is the its practicality because it's all fucking dialogue, all of it. Well, that's what happens when. A lot of talking. Yeah, when, they, I mean, they, you don't got the budget. Yeah, they don't have the money, right? So you have to, like, I, I don't know about you guys, if you guys found this movie boring. And then there is moments in it where I am like, okay, this, this scene's going on a little bit too long. But I just felt like with the way that they told the story and what they did with the camera, the shots... With the score, like they really, they had a good, they, they a good did score. everything else right. They were like, we just gotta make sure it looks good and it sounds good, and the things that people are saying are interesting, right? And the way they shot it, like just how it, let's um getting into it, the way it starts, it's all black, and then you just hear um, uh, you hear the television turn on, right. <laughs> Right, two TV style, old school style. Yeah, in the fifties, of course. Mm-hmm. Right, so imagine what uh, turning a television on in the <laughs> fucking fifties right. sounds like. And then, so you hear the sound of the television, and it's still all black, and you get a couple of flashes of color that just kind of come in and out. They don't stay there long, and it's black. And then you see a like a really nice living room, real humble fucking family living room, and. It slowly goes in, and you're hearing the TV on in the background, and it goes onto the TV, and it's like, and then also the score comes in right away, playing that like Indian music that you were right. a big fan of in this whole movie. Hey, they dropped it in the <laughs> fucking movie. Subtleties, man. They yeah. spoke on it. Yeah, it wasn't. I. I mean, it was like a, like a modernized. Indian I mean, thing. not not only that, but if they're going uh, regionally, New Mexico, the land of enchantment, you have it's based on Native American history, as you know. So yeah, they were maybe playing tribute, playing true to, I don't know, but it I was, don't know, but it sounded good. It, it was kind of, I mean, I don't know, just the music kind of moved the story along too, for me at least. So that music's going on. And then you're zooming in on a TV. Who you're presumably watching, kind of like a Twilight Zone esque show. And that even shows the title of the movie, like if it's the Twilight Zone, or like you're watching literally like a '50s fucking monster movie or alien right, movie right. or something, where like you know the the font comes up like in the ooh kind right. of way. And I think, I mean, is that a, a thing to say, like, hey, you know, you're watching a movie within a movie, so don't take it too seriously. Don't I feel take like it too to heart. I feel like it's telling you this is what you're watching. You're watching an episode of like the Twilight Zone. You're okay. going to see a, a scenario. Uh, that, yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Something like that. It kind of sets the tone for <clears throat> not only the time you're in, but the kind of movie you're going to see. And I'm a. Uh, it's not like it's it's not silly, which no. is the thing about it. Because a lot of that shit, I I mean, it's not like I've seen a bunch of scary movies from the fucking fifties or anything. But it seems silly, right? Right, right. And you know what's crazy right now too? Uh, recently, I've been binging on uh, Netflix, not to drop them, but fucking Bates Motel. 
I just recently finished it, and being that we did a psycho episode, go back listen to that one. It's tremendous, tremendous, <laughs> tremendous movie. Were you satisfied by that television show? I fucking loved it. I'm watching it as well. I also started watching it, dude. It gets better at the end, which means more production. And dude, the callbacks are fucking fire. They fall in line. They stay true. But the funny thing, how you're saying, like this movie was kind of like a modern twist to a old school style alien movie or or suspense something mm-hmm. is that they do incorporate the modern times with that Bates Motel show. So like it's, it's trippy because you're used to this, a uh, gritty version, this, uh, old school, you know, 1950s, 60s style. Of, yeah. Very different feel. Yeah. To the world. Yeah. To, to everything. The way people talk, the mm-hmm. way people dress. And the way the movie shot, the yeah. cars they're driving, the shit they're wearing, where, this chick is wearing like a 1950s garment and mm-hmm. then she's walking into like a Gucci yeah. store. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? What's going on here? Hell you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But it's fantastic because <laughs> you, you get it all around. And now you're seeing people like this guy who are kind of giving us the modern uh, feel to what, like, I guess the new sci-fi. Right. Maybe. I mean, what was the last alien movie that was successful or that came out other than like the fourth kind? The fourth kind is I mean, your fucking. I'm not saying wow. that it was good, but that came out awful a, fucking movie. I don't know. Other than like knowing or something, I love that movie. I love it too. <laughs> but like you know, you didn't know that was gonna be an alien movie. The fourth kind, you were like, oh yeah, yeah, it's a fucking full on alien kind. movie. Um, uh, what alien? Can can you find a list for us, Ozzy? What do you got on mm-hmm. aliens? But um, uh, I'm looking up 2010s and nothing. Some Richard Jewell. So that's, 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 that's <laughs> great. Pretty foreign. Prometheus. Okay. I guess Prometheus, Prometheus is an alien. But that's like like crazy fantasy. You know what I mean? Sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, this seems a little more practical, a little bit. You know, there's a crazy bunch of crazy motherfuckers in New Mexico and Nevada who have seen fucking spaceships and shit, right? Interstellar. Does that got aliens? Te- I don't know. I'm just technically at a guess. Gone. That's way out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so people here, you know, Americans. Hey. <laughs> Americans seeing lights oh, in the man. sky. Yeah, I don't know. There was this shitty movie. I, the, alien movies are typically not good. That's the wow. thing. Um, uh, this is good. Yeah, there was this movie called I think Dark Skies that came out maybe like ten years ago. Hmm. I mean, they can't all be Independence Day, right? No, no, no that's definitely the, not. The, that's the realist. That's, that's the, the high <laughs> water mark. That's, that's the pinnacle. That's right the right truest there. form. Fuck alien. <laughs> that's not fantasy. Independence Day that's is a, the That's great. a fucking war strategy, bro. That's intergalactic war strategy, yeah. bro. Yeah, it just gave Will Smith his career, so we just need to pay some respect to that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but anyway, you get the feeling for the for the movie, and um, so you're zooming in on this thing. It kind of shows you that you're about that they're watching a science fiction show, and then you literally go into the screen, and it goes from looking like you're watching a television show to all of a sudden you're in the movie. You're right. So it's just like basically like kind of being like you're 
You're watching you're a now, television show that was in this living room. I felt that was the aliens looking at oh, people. Holy they shit. were like voyeuristic. That's MIB. That's MIB right there. I did think about yeah. that too. They got to find the lonely people, you know. It was Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith sitting there <laughs> yeah. watching it with the fucking little Mexican aliens. That was probably my biggest question of that movie was like, what the fuck's the whole TV thing? I think they, they were to just trying to remember. Mind you that it was in the fifties. Yeah, because it totally yeah does put you into that like yeah like you are watching an episode of Twilight Zone, but it's mm-hmm. like why are you trying to take your audience out of the immersion of the like I'm in the story already. Yeah. I believe that I'm in the fifties. Also, <laughs> the motherfuckers right now, myself included, I'm not crazy deep into the Twilight Zone to make that connection. Twilight Zone is old. Yeah. I know they just like remade it recently. Right. Right. Jordan Peele did, but you have to be like on. So you have <laughs> that doesn't hurt. <laughs> it doesn't help. Hurt. It'll yeah. help you. No, it was like on that. Like I don't know. It's like on that CBS Peacock. Not on Peacock, but something like it. Like the CBS. <laughs> like the CBS. CBS one. All Access. Yeah. So it's just like, dude. Now I, available by the way. Seven ninety nine. Like, <laughs> I'm already subscribed to Life like of four streaming services. You gotta be careful. I'm not gonna subscribe to another one just to watch the new Twilight Zone. You gotta can- cancel your cable. Dude, I was I fucking <laughs> live with seventy year old people that depend on cable, right? They don't they will not succumb to the apps. God damn it. <laughs> and it's yeah, cable t- Fuck, I because of COVID and all that, like I've said, I've watched way more TV this year than I have in so I'm fucking long. happy for you, dude. I'm no, it is awesome, such bro. bullshit. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're flipping. Fake you're news. Flipping. You're Sorry, like, guys. I had to come back. That's fake news. Huh? I just want to watch Inglorious <laughs> Bastard. You know, it's been on like four times and it's like, oh, Comerica.com or some shit. And I'm like, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I want to see some Nazis getting fucking their heads smashed. Keelan Nats. We got to do fucking Glorious Bastards. That's like, coming. Fucking good. Like soon. <laughs> anyway, so. You, you zoom into the television, and then that's where you meet our one of our main characters, Everett Sloan, as we've mentioned. And so I've right seen away, her in other movies. So right away, the fucking movie kind of shows you, like, okay, it establishes the setting. It lets you also the whole TV thing. It it gets called back like four or five times in the movie. It switches to watching whatever's happening. Like if you're watching it through a old TV, it was all, those are also like non dialogue scenes. They were like, some of them have dialogue. What? The, not no, do. Yeah, the majority. Only. Like one of them was just a girl running. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, With yeah. the score, whatever it helps. Which makes it funny. Well, that, and, right. and the angles, were like again, like not normal angles, no, like they were hidden, super cameras. close up to these were freaky aliens. Dude. <laughs> they were into upstairs. Well, I don't think that's right. like that. <laughs> I don't think that's they're like, Japanese aliens. They really abstract with their angles, I man. Think, <laughs> I don't think the aliens made the fucking show. I don't know. Maybe dude. I think the aliens set down some kind of cameras and shit to watch the people. That's how they know when everybody groups up, and then you got your fucking Faye oh. Crocker. All by herself and mm-hmm. zap, mm-hmm. and then the baby in slow. <laughs> Could very well be us. Could very well Look be. It, I almost made him choke with that <laughs> realization. <laughs> of like, what? Well, God damn! Too real. God too real. Damn. It's just. It's, I have to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me sleep. He was that trying feels to, too real. The director was obviously trying to say something about the voyeuristic nature of modern society. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Absolutely. Does it make sense now? Does it all make sense? Absolutely. Is it now a different film? It could. Yeah. <laughs> the 1950s are wild, bro. The guy's like, holy shit, they're out to me. <laughs> FBI, we got him. Um, uh, yeah, so then right away you got the tone, whatever, and then it's right when you go into the television, you meet the main character, and it goes into a really long shot. He's standing out there smoking, so he's already a gentleman smoker, body, buddy Holly looking fuck, you know, in a nice little fucking sweater and slacks, and he's got the glasses, and oh, he's got uh, the look, and it follows him into a gym. And so right away, this movie starts, and it's already showing you, like, look, we are going to do stuff with the camera. We're going to, it's not going to, like, it's very well thought out. It follows him all the way into the gym. He goes through some shenanigans. It kind of lets you know that he's really good with um, uh, with recording and stuff. Like, people are asking, like, he walks in on a, what's a, it's going to be a basketball game. So there's people recording it for I don't know, like announcing it or yeah, he's he's gonna be in the studio and there's gonna be people streaming it from the mm-hmm. from the chair. <laughs> so he's yeah, making so they, sure he's swinging his big dick, making sure everything's right. Done. So yeah, so people are like these people are going to record it, but they like are asking him questions about it. So he's obviously like really really smart and into like. Which All is weird because, dude, you always see the AV dudes as the the nerds that always get clowned and shit. So it was interesting that everybody seemed to look up to him. This also He's looks on older like chicks. an extremely small fucking town. It's oh. very small. I know. They are all we gossipy get an awesome fuck. fucking Evil Dead reference or callback or prediction. I don't know. I mean, this is way before the 1950s. But <laughs> <laughs> it could also be Beetlejuice. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's go Beetlejuice. But it looked good because, I mean, I believe half of those fucking landscape scenes were CG, but apparently they weren't. I don't fucking know. No, um, I watched an interview with the director, and he said how um, uh, they essentially got a kid to lay down flat on the, on the bottom of a go-kart, and somebody just drove it. When they had red, what is it, red cameras? The red cameras, so they, yeah. They had legit-ass equipment. Mm-hmm. Right. And those those cameras can be, like, roughed up and stuff. Mm. You know? I'm not saying that they roughed them up, but you could be more... Um, uh, well, it's because, yeah... You this, have to be delicate. The scape changes fucking quick. And, uh, okay, seeing it, like, nothing of a fucking go-kart riding around this shit, then it makes sense. Yeah, and then you could actually even see... Because it's a long take. It goes... It basically shows you the layout of the town when mm-hmm. they do that, mm-hmm. and you can see like when the 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 person gets off of the goat cart and walks into the fucking gymnasium. You kind of see the little hop, like the where the camera move up and down. Stuff. Right. Very interesting. I'm telling you the the way this movie was shot was like kind of what keeps you engaged because, like I said, there there's not. Like you don't see aliens in this movie or anything. No, no. You're you're seeing it through the perspective of two people and their fucking journey throughout this night. Right. 
And the movie manages, at least to me, to keep me like engaged the whole fucking time. Again, one one of the first questions I asked when the lecturer brought this one to the table, I was like, "How long is this fucking movie? How long am I gonna have to sit through this fucking voyage here?" But at an hour and a half running time, this movie did not even seem fucking fifty minutes yeah, because of those fucking scenes. They're and long. they're okay. They're long scenes. They have excellent score. You're engaged. It gives you like a suspense feel, like watching the, uh, you know, early alien shit where you don't uh, alien alien. Mm-hmm. You don't see the fucking alien. You're just scared out of your fucking mind because some shit's going down. Exactly. And you have the music and it's carrying you through the ship or whatever. This one's carrying you through a town where these people are fucking disconnect. They're connected by quarter inch cable. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, so, <laughs> that's what it is. So you see, you meet Everett, and then when he's in the gym, um, uh, Faye Crocker is there, and she's basically like telling him, like, "Hey, like, I just got this new recorder. Like, can you like help me with it?" And he's like, "Yeah, for sure. Like, like can you do it as we walk? I'm on my way to go record a show or whatever." So then you get introduced to your two main characters, and this is the people that you're gonna spend the whole fucking movie with, and. What makes the movie so not boring to me is just seeing their reactions to shit that's happening. Like, several times throughout this movie, you hear people say, there's something in the sky. But you never fucking see that thing in the sky up until, spoilers, the very end Mm. of the movie. It's literally, like, Second to last shot of the movie. I yeah. didn't really see that. Yeah, Vano didn't. Vano watched this movie without glasses. Well, he didn't watch it. <laughs> I mean, I watched it, but my glasses were off. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea till I put my glasses on. And I was like, yeah, oh, wait at the me. very end. Oh, fuck, is that a ship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, so you meet them. They walk along. You could tell that she's in- interested in... And recording, or maybe she's just got this recording thing to get his attention. Yeah, she, I mean, be. again, I was thinking when I saw this, I'm like, okay, this has some real McConaughey, Affleck, Days and Confused vibes where they're like these super seniors who are hitting on the 16-year-old girl. Right. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's the 50s. I don't know. Uh, uh, they were, He wasn't really hitting on her as much as she was chasing him around. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he also had that charm. Yeah. Where he didn't even have to hit on her. The chick's just going to throw herself But out. he was charming to, like, everybody because when they're testing out her recorder, he's just like, well, let's just walk around and, like, interview people. That are standing outside of the basketball game. So they go and it's a cool little scene. You see how charming this guy is and how basically everybody Everyone likes him. Everyone knows him. Yeah. Everyone likes him. Mm-hmm. He's respected type shit. He's like like uh, subtly being really mean and disrespectful to the girl. Yeah. And she's just being just, a gentleman. And she's just, just being like, a fucking gentleman. Yeah, and it, to him, it's just like he's being this sly, cool fucking cat. Yeah. And she's all about it. She's not offended by it. She's chasing no. him like a fucking dog the whole fucking way, you know? Not saying women are dogs. No, no. That. I'm just saying that they follow... <laughs> Men like dogs. <laughs> Chasing cars. Best you, you see that? No, Man's best know. friend. <laughs> exactly. I think Trump can back me up on this. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Women are like dogs, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Electro. Thank you. <laughs> there you have it. 
Um, uh, obviously, we're not joking about any of this. The president, <laughs> the president himself came. He's on his way it. out, man. I think he's freaking out. <laughs> he, he, yeah. He agreed to join the show. <laughs> and then so they walk along. They test out the thing. They have like a cute little scene. Again, this is all like one take. They're like uh, interview several people. They walk down the street I just like the whole way this shit is shot. They're like the way that the the street lights are lit up in the fucking sky, and the way like this everything. So look, trip out. The one thing I was thinking as I was seeing the shot when they are interviewing these people, he's basically gonna drop her off at home, and then from there she's gonna go to work or to work so that she could work and he can go do his. He walks her to work. Okay, he's taking this female over there. And there are these glorious wide shots, right? And it's taking you throughout the entire town. How much of that is a practical retor- recorded in time and how much is dubbed? Because, you know, you can't really see them. Their back is to you. And it's just this awesome shot. But that's also the creative genius that I'm giving the fucking director to be like, hey, just get these beautiful fucking long shots and then dub in the audio while their reactions. Uh, who, who knows? If it's they, crazy. If they pull that off in single shot form. I think that they did. Who knows if they did any ADR to it, but they definitely did their dialogue as they walked along. They weren't just walking around doing nothing. Yeah, because the girl was, like, kind of hopping around, and you could, like, hear her breath expand and come in. She also talks, like, super fast. She sounds like a fucking chipmunk or something. Right. She just does not shut the fuck up. I I mean, I don't know. She talks fucking fast. Yeah. And then outside, what I really like about that scene is she's telling him about stuff she read in science magazines. And she's basically, she's like telling him about like GPS, but it's not like she doesn't say it. She's just like, yeah, like in the fucking 70s or whatever, they're going to have the streets all mapped out. And you could just like on your screen, it'll tell you where to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he's just she's predicting the future. Yeah. And she's and he's just kind of like, why would you read that, you dummy? And then she also says this cool thing about how she's like, and it also said that like by the nineties, like everybody's gonna be born with a number, and um, um, and it's gonna be like a phone number, a phone number, and you're gonna call, and it's like, and if, and if people call you, and you don't answer, then they'll know that you're dead, and they'll be like, why? And he's just like, because you don't not have this fucking device with you at all fucking times. And I just thought that was kind of a. A cool little dialogue that they that they have while they're showing off their fucking camera fucking tricks, yeah, yeah. you know. It's also witty witty yeah. dialogue and stuff. Keeping up with the times, they don't need a microchip. As we already got the phones, man. Mm-hmm. They already got us <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, and then so he drops her off, and he's just like, "All right, make sure you listen to my so- my show." All right, she walks off. And um, uh, she, that's when you find out that she's a switchboard operator. And um, again, like they got like a real switchboard from the time. And they also got like a, that whatever the fuck it is for the radio station that Homeboy uses. And it's like all real shit. And they all lear- they each had to learn how to use them. Like she legitimately learned how to use that switchboard. And um, uh, it is crazy because it also shows you how small the town is that literally one person can work at that place and connect all of the Everyone. fucking calls. Well, she <laughs> runs all over the place. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's only cars. a few hundred people there or whatever. 
But um, it's it's pretty awesome to see this chick do all the manual switching and everything. Yeah, which I, is she's getting the gossip of the town is oh, what she she's knows doing. Everything. She's yeah. the fucking gossip highway, bro. Yeah, she she they're listening to the show and um, she's listening to the show and then she hears a weird sound coming through the through the fucking whatever, <laughs> right? And then. A lady calls her and she's like freaking out and saying that there's something in the sky. And then she hangs up like she gets cut off and then she calls somebody else and she's just like, hey, this lady was calling me and I just wanted to like she like wanted to talk to like the sheriff or the cops or whatever. And and she's like, isn't he supposed to be over here? And she's like, no, she's supposed to be over here. So you could tell that she like. Knows where like everybody's supposed to be. Like, isn't this person babysitting this person? Shit. Like, she knows all she the immediately fucking. Was like, oh hell no, dude! It's she's sucking this dick on Tuesday <laughs> night. We all know that. Yeah. So they're she's talking, with Father Peterson. So they're talking about like she wants the cops there, and then when when she tells them what the cops are doing, she's like, what happened? And she's like, it's like she just wants to know everything that's happened. She like knows everybody's goddamn secrets, and. I'm a, that that whole scene is also an uninterrupted nine minute scene of her like talking to several people right. or whatever. So it's just like she had to memorize all that and have it all down and perform it all well. Nine minutes uninterrupted. And it was actually an eleven minute scene that was that they cut two minutes out of it. So that's super fucking impressive it's impressive man and and again when you're watching it you're engaged and it flies but it's fucking nine minutes of this chick talking but they find visual ways to kind of keep you interested too first of all she's cute right also she has these really weird glasses that you're just like i don't know you're, i like they're you fo- fuck, dude they're alien eyes yeah but you bro. focus in they like the movie makes you focus on shit visually that kind of keeps you like into it. You I know, don't know. You know what? What it was um, towards the end, and not and not to spoil the thing or anything, but as far as the cutscenes, I feel like they rushed the 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 last um, third of the movie. Yeah, it kind of just ends. Yeah, they just rushed it with a shit ton of cutscenes. I guess to kind of compensate for the extremely long fucking... Well, that's kind of a... Well, when it gets to that point, I feel like that's their way of, like, showing, like, urgency or, like, the crazy shit that's happening. Right. Because so far, you've been seeing nothing but really long scenes where everybody thinks everything's okay, but the moment shit starts going crazy, then the shot's are coming in and out and there's a lot of shots of just like black screen all you're hearing is the dialogue and right. people freaking out and then it'll show you a glimpse of what's happening and you're seeing them freaking out and it'll cut again right um uh, i don't know i felt like that's what was happening with with that with those scenes or whatever they do they do an excellent way to kind of bring the uh, old technology to understand everything and and how they again they make their they make it practical by doing the uh, what Oz mentioned was like journalism at the time, you know. It's, yeah, they're like, "Hey, what happened here? And who did that? Who saw that? And what mm-hmm. does he do? And he's fucking all this shit." And and they all kind of know each other, you know. Yeah. So they could isolate what the fuck the situation is right away. Yeah, and well, your main character is also a a, a, a DJ, so he's just like 
He just interviews his whole fucking the way he talks is about interviewing and finding things out and stuff. Right. So so the the cool thing there is that homegirl she pairs up with this guy and she she gets some interference on her switchboard and she hears the sound and then she knows that this guy's doing this audio this radio show that he televises and can she can control the patching. And so she puts it on this show, and and um, it's a, uh, it really reminded me of I eighty four. I'm not gonna lie, a little bit. They yeah. stole it a little bit. I'm kind, <laughs> of, kind of upset. Yeah, because they hear the what they hear you, they hear them before you, they see. What them, you right? say? The fucking guy oh, said. What was it? It's a message from another world. It's <laughs> like a geek, fucking geeky, fucking <laughs> nerd. Guy. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, virgin he was a virgin like oh my god we're getting a message from another world get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so anyway she shares the the sound with him and he's just like looking to make it a good show so he plays it on the air and he tells anybody to tell people to call in if they know what it is right and um so somebody calls in and he's he says his name's Billy, and he's like this military. He says he was worked for the military, and he kind of gives you this whole fucking story about how pretty much he got hired, and they were like watching this facility that was housing a giant unidentified object, you know. And then it wasn't you, flying though. So no, it was just a UO. Un and no, it was an un enormous unknown object. It was even they're not even using like the UFO the terminology, yeah, yeah. you know, it doesn't even exist or right. whatever. He was just saying, like, yeah, this giant thing. And then so basically the guy says, like, I heard that sound while we were there. And he also like um uh the home homeboy asked him, like, why are you telling us all this? And he's like, I guess I'm telling you this because I'm fucking dying. And I got sick because of working there. Like, whatever the hell we were doing there, got us sick. Yeah. And and then it turns out, like, I don't know, they bring up the fact that he's black. And then, like, he's like, oh, like, we've never had, like, a black person be on the radio here. Immediately, before. he's like, what's up? <laughs> it's like, wow. Hey, dog. <laughs> yeah. What's up, brother? <laughs> and then so the... The guys is like, yeah, the only people that worked there were either black or Mexican. And the Rasa baby. Yeah, and, this, and the guy he asked him, like, do you think they did it on purpose? He's like, I fucking know they did it on purpose because we're, we're the only ones that they wouldn't believe that we told them what we're fucking telling yeah. them. You know? right. If we were to whistleblow, no one's going to yeah. believe but because we're a minority, yeah. Anyway, so at this point, um, uh, Emmett's just Emmett's just like, I need proof. Like you're just this dude that's saying shit on the radio, and you won't give us your number. Guy has stuff. integrity, baby. Yeah. So right. he's just like, I need, so I need you to give me something. And he tells him that there's a tape somewhere that one of his buddies had that was there with him that In he Cayuga. had that he had a fucking tape, and it um uh, like those. Such a small town again that Faye knows that that guy died. And he's like, oh, so I guess the tape's gone. And he's like, no, she donated everything to the library. Everything's at the fucking library right now. And, and it hasn't even been checked in I yet. I know because I check shit in. And she's the nerd librarian. <laughs> yeah, so she's just like, I'm going to fucking go 
She's like, I know how to get into the library, dude. Don't even fucking trip. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, Are you down? And she's just like, Yep. He's like, Okay. So she just starts. Ru- she just starts running. Felony. And that's when you get one of the long shots. One of those shots of it showing the television when she just starts fucking running. But she's crossing the entire fucking town, just yeah. like the earlier shot that you get in full screen motion. Yeah. So she runs. She breaks into a house, <laughs> steals a key, steals a bike. Goes to the fucking library, steals the tapes, and then Everett meets her up, and he's in a car. And she's like, did you steal a car? And he's just like, I borrowed it, <laughs> you know? Like, from some guy, I didn't know he borrowed it. So, like, she's like, I stole a bike. And she's like, I stole a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then they get back to the station, and um, uh, they have all these tapes, and... I really like the scene where he's playing the tapes back because it literally shows him put the yeah. tape on there, and you could tell that he right. he knows practice how to the, work yeah, it, he and he's doing it like really fast because it's old reel to reel thing, right. mm-hmm. so he can't just hit play on that MP3. No. Yeah, and he just he does it really fast. He only listens to like a couple of seconds of each tape and then switches them. So it, like. It makes it that much more authentic where you're like, this guy knows his fucking shit, right. you know? Right. And then he finally finds the the film that has that sound and he plays it over the, the fucking thing. And, um, uh, and then as soon as they play it, like the fucking, all the power goes out in the fucking station. And then the fucking face starts freaking out she's like are you fucking with me like is this a practical joke and he's just like no god damn it jesus christ fake there's no google home right now (laughs) i can't fucking just control the lights like this so they like run outside and she's like all the lights are still working everybody else what the hell and then they just they don't sound like southern they sound southern jokers or whatever they have an accent wait wait one minute there fake huh Uh, they have an accent yeah not not that bad but i I like to do this accent (laughs) that's all i got and then so, that is a good accent, Electro. <laughs> Thank you, President. See, President <laughs> approved. <laughs> I like them. Thank you. Um, uh, and so, so Faye, that's when they realize, like, oh fuck, the phones, because Faye's the only person that's <laughs> yeah. that's there. She's connecting to everyone. connect the phone calls. So she's like, shit, the phones. How about we go check them phone lines? And then she starts running, and Emmett's like, oh damn it, we got a car. <laughs> like, you don't gotta run. So he like meets her up picks her up they get there there's like everybody's fucking calling she's putting everybody through and then she like already when she's dealt with all the calls she tells Emmett like dude people are saying that there's something in the fucking sky and shit and then when that happens they go outside and then just a random car shows up with a couple and then they're just like dude there's something in the sky we've been did you see that yeah they're like we've been following it for like who knows fucking how long and all this shit adventurous ass couple dude yeah for real that is awesome bro. but that's also like a great fucking scene because there's so much going on like there's four of them and like two of them are having one conversation and two of them are having another conversation the fucking score is already like got you jolted like as soon as the lights go out and they run outside and she starts running the score has like this String score like this violin shit yeah, that War really fucked, style, yeah, real like something. insidious even kind of that yeah. kind of not as intense no but um uh, it kind of just like even though not much is happening you're like fuck like something, something's going down there's yeah. aliens there's yeah. aliens 
Yeah, so um, while that happens, they get another phone call, and it's an old lady who's just like, dude, I can tell you everything you need to know. You just got to come over here. And then it's like, lady, there's there's something in the sky. Like, you want me to fucking come over right now? And she's like, dude, if you want to hear what I got to say, you better get your fucking ass over here. And he's just like, all right, I'm going to go to this old lady's house. And they're like, well, we're just going to keep looking for that thing in the sky. And they're like, all right, well, hopefully we'll fucking run into each other later. And they go their separate fucking ways. And they go talk to this lady who's got... This is the one part of the movie. Like, when Billy's telling his story, it kind of drags. But the old lady's story, to me, I was like, fuck, this shit doesn't stop. Like, it kept going. It's a long story. Um, What she says is interesting, but it's a really long fucking way to tell it yeah and i guess the beauty of it too is that like he being the journalist the professional he's like lady i don't give a fuck what you just said like i need to leave yeah there's something in the fucking sky lady yeah he's uh, i'm out of here yeah well he's all like you said you could answer what what i wanted to know and then so she tells this story about like this lady that she knew that fucking like spoke like in tongues and shit and then she stole a horse and ran off and then she talks about how years later her 10 month old baby started speaking the same tongue that she heard that day and then like eventually that son of hers that would keep doing these chants or whatever got abducted so she basically called them there to be like hey um uh it's aliens and they abduct people and she kind of lays out the rules. She's like, I think that they focus like when, when people are gathered somewhere in one place, they take the people that are kind of off on the side, mm-hmm. you know, while everybody's paying attention over here, they take fuck with the loners. Yeah. The straggler. Yeah. <laughs> so she kind of, no thinkers. one will forget them. No, so one she tells them that whole like thing. She also tells them that she thinks that, the aliens hypnotize people. They could sometimes get them to do things or fucking will abduct them. To look up. Mm-hmm. And then, so then she tells that whole fucking story and she's all like, and have you ever even heard of the fucking sound that we talked about? And she was like, nope, I just know that this has nothing to do with it. And that's when he's just like, I'm out of Thank you for time. wasting my time. And then he stands up, like, ready to leave, like, you bitch. I just sat there and listened for nine minutes. Senile <laughs> fucking. And then she writes something down on a piece of paper, and she hands it to him. She's just like, here, take this. And he's just like, what the fuck is that? And she's just like, just say it whenever you run into somebody tonight or wherever you see something weird. Like, just say this. And I love that scene. I love that shot. He, like, looks at it for a second, and then he just turns around and walks off like a fucking boss. You crazy bitch. (laughs) Nope. You're crazy. Yeah. And I was always like, dude, what if he had taken it? What if it would have fucking helped? Because, okay, so when they're going to meet with her and she's in her room, she's the one chanting the shit as if she knows that they're around. She wants to get abducted. She wants to be a part of the thing. So right before he She wants does, to see her son again. Exactly. So right before she hands him this fucking passage or whatever thing this shit is, she's like, take me to him. I need to go to the ship. I need to see my kid again because he was abducted for saying these fucking things. So basically, like, she just basically wants this dude to get abducted. 
like to make sure that hey, I'm not just a crazy bitch, but right. you are. Yeah. So, um, they leave that place and Faye, for some reason, ends up going back to her house because she's worried about her baby sister. Yeah, they left um the child. Like there. she left her with her it's cousin. She left her with her cousin, and then she went to her house, and her cousin wasn't there anymore. So she took her fucking infant. I don't know, maybe fucking two years old. Two. That shit looked One. like it was a six year old child, but that shit was it, bigger than it. Her. Couldn't speak. A ginormous baby. Yeah, but she's also a very petite woman. Um, um, also, this is New Mexico. Radiation, you know, right. China, atom bombs and shit like that. That's right. So they get the baby. She gets the baby. So now she has a fucking baby with her. And then they run into the old couple, I mean, to the couple from before with the car. And she's just, they're like, I we've heard that it's over here. Like, get in. And they get in. And um, uh, he mentions to her, to them about the tape. I mean, about the chant. And so he rewinds the tape and plays the chant. And when he plays the chant, the people get hypnotized and they're like legit looking up at the sky and they almost get into a car accident. And that's where you get that scene with all the cuts. Because mm. you don't know what's going to happen. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. Don't, don't end it like that fucking shitty devil movie where at the end it just it's a car accident. <laughs> Log on to WWW. Yeah, that fucking piece of shit. Oh, fuck man. you guys. Fuck whoever made that movie. You're yeah, an asshole. I remember that. You're a fucking asshole. You go through all this shit, and then there's a car accident, and it's like, if you want to know the rest of the story, go to this website. You're like, you piece of shit. Wow. You already paid to come here. You're going to make me go to a free website, and then it's just like fucking advertisement for the movie. I already saw the movie, right. you piece of shit. You don't need to keep you're advertising it. Sorry. It's called The Devil Inside, I think. Terrible, fucking awful fucking <laughs> deal. <laughs> Spoilers. So, yeah, like, you know, you think it's going to head towards that. They're just going to crash and die or something. But they end up getting him out of the trance. Faye just fucking takes off running into the fucking, the fucking woods because she's freaking out that she and her little sister almost died. And, well, obviously Emmett follows her into the woods. And they are just not heeding these old ladies' warnings. She's just basically telling them they like to take people that are isolated <laughs> and they run into the woods completely alone. Right. And she's like all fucking crying, but and then where she stopped to cry, Emmett notices that like the ground is burnt. There's like burnt twigs. And he looks up and sees like a big ass hole in a tree, like the branches and shit. There's like a perfect fucking hole. And then so Faye's like freaking out the whole time. She had like already knows like, wow, what the fuck? Like, this is bad. But Emmett's like the fucking curious one over. He's over here. Like, he's basically the whole reason why they're running around and shit. Homegirl just wants to get some dick, right? Yeah, 1950s dick. She just wanted some of that Buddy Holly, you know, those great balls of fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, she got it. Um, she didn't. I, that's the sad thing. No, I'm saying from the fucking. Oh, okay. Propul- <laughs> from the propulsion devices, <laughs> fucking. That shit was burning the ground. It burned the halter trees, that's motherfucker. True, that's true. Hey, you think it floating over there is it gonna fuck them up? Get out. Well, of no. It ta- well, so then, so the movie basically comes to an end, and they're in this field, and they see lights up on the distance. You see a little flying saucer. 
And then they look up above them, and there's just a giant fucking mothership. And I love the way the fucking ship looks. Like, it's old school. It looked cool, but I couldn't see what I was You didn't put your glasses on for that either? (laughs) No. It's cool looking, for sure. Yeah, I really love the way that the ship looked. You could tell that a big chunk of money went into making that fucking scene. Yeah, that's how you make the movie. You're like, you know what? We're just going to do really cool shots and use the money where it fucking counts, you know? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And so, yeah, the chips over them. Essentially, it sucks them up, which is fucking awful because she picked up her fucking baby sister. Right, It would be one thing if these two idiots just get abducted, but the fucking baby goes along with them. First of all, they left the baby there, so clearly they didn't The babysitter the baby- was on the roof. Yeah, she was chilling. She was like, the boyfriend came over, had to give him a handy on the roof. There's aliens, by the way. <laughs> There's That's aliens. The way to do it. You're never gonna find any like, aliens. Ah, well, I got her. Wow. <laughs> and fucking kids. Again, at least the kids got a fucking little other kid to fucking. And play again, around yeah, with. I don't, I don't know if they're fucking lifted into the space. Yes, shit. they're gone. It yeah, could it could have been evaporated, bro. Again. No, they're getting abducted, dude. Bob Lazar, that old lady thinks. Bob Lazar said there was some crazy stuff going on, man. The I ground was burnt. I, I, I think they're dead. No. <laughs> I think they're dead. No, they died I mean, that, that's best case scenario, because if not, they just got taken into space, and who knows what the fuck's going to happen up there. Yeah. And the thing is that you... Like, well, see, we always go negative. What the fuck do you mean? There's no positive about being abducted. Uh, I don't think you're traveling through the fucking universe. Maybe. Hell yeah, Earth okay. ain't that great. Man. Nope. Okay. I mean, you're anti-Earth. Well, now Oz. you're being overly <laughs> optimistic here that these aliens well, are hey, be like. Look, well, yeah, we made sure to take you with like a, a cute chick so you can fuck her up here. At uh, the very least, they can fly through the universe. Yeah, that's fucking You'll cool. You'll get the sights. I can jack off. They'll give you the sights. This is the Milky Way right here. Yeah. This is Andromeda Galaxy. <laughs> That's That'd the sun. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> We're gonna get pretty close to the sun. All right, put on your shades. <laughs> Who's like the Mexicans of the universe? Like, take me to that planet. <laughs> I bet it's badass. I'm not great. Oh man. But, yeah, but so yeah, they presumably get abducted. You see, like a kind of like a little tornado wind around them. They like. And that's another thing. They're like fully embracing the the abduction. They make no attempt to run away or anything. He just hugs her and gets abducted. I'll tell you this, man. With the baby. It's good, but it's not knowing ending good. It's it's kind of a little bit. I mean, no. It took a little bit. They took a page or two from the cage, fucking <laughs> blockbuster. Well, let's not there. spoil knowing for these people. Mild. That's a small, mild spoiler right there. Sorry, guys. But yeah, it's but a good fucking I actually movie. really like also after that. After they get abducted, they kind of show everybody coming out of the basketball game. And also the score they have on there too is kind of like somber, right? Kind of fantastical too, because the the, the the see that's what I'm saying the, the optimism, right? It's the, it's lively. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not like when they're getting abducted. It's like fantastic. It's like a Steven Spielberg movie when you see ET's fucking spaceship. Oh, you know, it's oh. not like scary music. Yeah. Like you guys are fucked. <laughs> 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 no. Yeah, it's like fantastical shit 
and then you see everybody coming out of the game and then it shows all the places that they were it shows the abandoned stolen car it shows the the place where the chick worked and then it shows the radio station which still had the lights off and then the lights come on like yeah, they disappeared out of nowhere, you know. Next DJ, <laughs> yeah. he yeah. lived, and um, uh, and then finally it shows their footprints, and it leads up to the tape recorder because they were recording everything the whole time, mm-hmm. and then that's it. It's like just the tape recorder was left there, which is also like a little callback to the old lady talking about how her son got abducted because they were like, "How'd you know he got abducted?" Remember, she said that like the footprint just got to a certain place and then, and then just stopped. Like mm-hmm. he was, he was gone. taken. Kaiser so saved. Yeah, but anyway, I, I mean, I think we've gone on way too long. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that wraps this one up. I think it's a fucking. I really like this movie. Like it's a fucking great first fucking film, and I think it looks fucking. It's a beautiful movie to look at, and I don't know. I just really liked it. What did you give it uh, out of 10? Where you at? Uh, I'd have to go kind of high, man. I was very impressed by this movie. High? Yeah. Again, this is an Amazon Prime movie over here. Yeah, Amazon didn't make it. No, no, but it's it, on Amazon right now. Yes. I'm, yeah, I would give it like a solid eight. Okay. I was going to say myself. Yeah, that's high. I thought you were going to go nine and shit. I'm no. like, this was fucking wild. No, I, eight is high, dude. Okay. Oz? They're like 7.5. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Well, right on. Yeah. I mean, IMDb disagrees. IMDb has it at a 6.7. Mm. Um, uh, I think it has a pretty good run to make this towards, though. I haven't looked it up, but I want to say it's in the 80s or 90s. Um, um, great movie, highly recommended. It's on Amazon Prime right now. You have Amazon Prime. I think this is a fucking. I mean, watch it. It's a great movie to watch. Yeah, why not? You're watching a bunch of shit anyway. So yeah, I would watch hi- something good. Highly recommend it. Um, anyways, thank you for listening. Um, uh, make sure to follow us again on all of the social media. The Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour on all the stuff. Excuse me, Electro. <laughs> I follow you guys on Instagram. Thank you. Okay. Okay. And everybody, can you tell the people, can you give an executive order to <laughs> to the Please citizens? subscribe to the Electrum Bono Movie Power Hour. There you go. You can find them on Libsyn.com. <laughs> you can also find them. Just Google them. Thank you, Salad Bites Media. Oz, Osvaldo, tremendous yeah. guy. Tremendous. We were listening to the yeah. uh, SUP, Ivanka and I. <laughs> it was a good one. It was yeah. a good one. Tune in. All right. Well, I think, I mean, we can't end. Thank you guys. We can't end it any better than that. Signing off right there. POTUS. The Electro and Bono Movie Power.